cheaper than our producer's underage sister. Edgier than the stuff shown on late night television. Newer than Kim Kardashian's ex. Live from Orlando, it's Crazy Train Radio. Right now, like I promised. 
singer of that song you just heard coming out of break, Texas Ruby. Melissa Brooks. Melissa, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? All right, wonderful, wonderful. Now, things are so peachy here in Orlando. But, uh, anyway. Yeah, oh. Eight, every day is a holiday. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, not to reference another uh, doo-wop artist, but we won't go there right now. But, uh, Texas Rubey, what can you tell me about this new single of yours? Uh, well, it was written by Vince Gill and Leslie Thatcher. Uh, it's, uh, gosh, when I first heard it, it was one of my favorite, favorite songs that I heard. And, and um, I'm, I'm a big fan on uh, writing my own music, of course, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Texas singer-songwriter. But also, you know, I also like listening. If, if a song comes in and it's, it's really good, then, you know, I'll take it into liberty and think about it. But, man, the first time I heard this song, it was so good because uh, it reminded me it reminded me about myself because growing up in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, I was always around rodeos and stuff, so barrel racing and such was what I did, which is what Texas Ruby is about, barrel racing and dancing out on the town. Well, you were telling me off air that Leslie and Vince actually approached your management that they wrote this song specifically for you, correct? No, 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 no. The song wasn't written not for 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 me, but it was written. It was it was written and sent to me. It wasn't written for me because they didn't know me, but it was sent to me. Okay. Well, uh, and I, well, have you had a chance to speak with Leslie and uh, Vince at all about this song? Oh gosh, no. But I wish I could. Definitely. Uh, well, this is uh, one of uh, several singles you got out because you're planning a January album release, correct? Yes, sir. We're looking at January 22nd. January 22nd, folks. That's exclusive right here because when we first set up this interview, we didn't have a date in January set up as of the moment. Yeah. So, you that's know, what... MelissaBrook.com to get this album, that's for sure. Am I correct on that one? Yes, sir. MelissaBrook.com. One L, two S's, and E at the end of Brook. That, that, all right. I, you just had me beat with spelling, but, hey, why not? Let's go for it. You heard it from the woman herself. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you, you just had me beat. I tapped out. But uh, actually, uh, if we can backtrack a little bit here, since you're newer on the scene, for those who don't know you or aren't familiar uh -huh. with your music, outside of Texas there, there was a little rumbling that I had heard that somebody named Peepaw was actually an influence on your music. Ah, uh, yes, my Peepaw. That's, that's my grandpa. I don't know how that happened. Uh, ever since I was a little girl, I called him Peepaw. But, um, you know, I, gr I grew up on a, on a ranch practically, and uh, my, my grandfather, you know, I didn't listen to most mainstream country. I listened to classics like Merle Haggard, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, George Jones, all those guys. And uh, my people, he played the guitar. He couldn't, and, you know, he can't sing, but he plays the guitar, you know, classic country. And I'd always wanted to learn how to play like that. He never taught me, but uh, when I moved from Fort Worth to Port A, to Port Aransas, um, and I taught myself how to play the guitar, my, my people, he came down to visit, and I was so excited. And I was like, look, I know what a D chord is. And <laughs> he laughed, and I was strumming along, and, 
then, I mean, he took me off from there. He uh, taught me how to play Folsom Prison Blues, which is actually one of my favorite songs in the whole world, and taught me how to play the run. And ever since then, every time we see each other, he's always got something new to teach me. And he uh, definitely played a big role in shaping how my music sounds and how I sing and how I play. Well, because of the some of the influences you said that people have played for you, such as a Johnny and George Jones and everybody else along that list there, Loretta Lynn, would it be would it be true that you also got a big influence on your sound on swing music, such as somebody like a Chris Ledoux or early George Street? Oh yes, oh yes, oh man. When I was little, I had it in my heart. I love George Strait so much, especially. Oh, when I was little, my mom would joke around saying, that's my husband, you know, just joking around. And so I would go around telling everybody, George Strait's my daddy. My mama said so. And uh, I remember the first time I the first time I heard of George Strait, it wasn't on a tape my, my people played me or my mom or anybody, and it wasn't on the TV. I actually, I grew up watching the show Hee Haw. Are you familiar with that, Hee Haw? Yes, I am. Well, I grew up. I grew up watching those TV shows. My grandma had all the recordings in every season that they ever did, and George Strait was debuted singing "Amarillo" by Morning, and uh, that's that's where I that's where I fell in love with that man's voice. Well, and Chris was too. Yeah, and Chris was being in the rodeo scene. Man, you couldn't you couldn't step into at least one arena without hearing a Crystal Dew song twice. That's for sure, and but because uh, you, know, you mentioned uh, George Strait there on Hee Haw, and I know you would be familiar with this, because most people uh -huh. who don't know anything about country music look at me like I'm nuts, but I'm going to say it right here. If you want to listen to some good George Strait music that he wrote or co-wrote or just definitely a good sound of him, check out the movie and the soundtrack to your country. Pure country. Oh, yeah. yeah. From I Cross My Heart to Mail by Overnight Mail. And that's a whole other subject we can get into another time. Oh, yeah. Man, right. I talk about pure country all what? day. <laughs> See, I'm glad somebody else besides my producer, who I tied down to a chair and made them watch the DVD, uh, is familiar with what I'm talking about. But, uh, I'm pretty sure you actually had a, what's that? Sorry. I said, I'm pretty sure if you come to Texas, at least every family's got a copy or two of Pure Country somewhere in the house. Yes, definitely deserved more, definitely deserved more credit than he deserved as far as his acting career. Yeah. Which is all that, pretty much one role, but... And it's a shame to see him actually doing his last rounds this year. Yeah, that's going to be one of the hardest things I'm ever going to see. But you like, back to you anyway. Let's uh, get back on track on hence the name Crazy Train Radio, which everybody's listening to. You better be anyway. Or Melissa will hunt you down. But uh, you actually have another single that's been a... Uh, making some ways over there in Texas on the independent scene uh, on the charts. What's that song? That's uh, Sticky Situation. Well, what can you tell us about Sticky Situation? 
Uh, sticky situation, it's, uh, I like to think of it as like an, an anthem of every, at least a woman or young, a young woman or girl, you know, somebody goes through it at least once or twice, it's not the same situation, but it's about uh, my sister hooking me up with a, with a guy, set me up on a blind date, and uh, I, uh, I show up and I'm like, you know, okay, that, that's fine, and I show up and it turns out to be my best friend's boyfriend. <laughs> And I, I, I kind of looked at my sister and, you know, freaked out a little bit and tried to walk away. But the boy, he wanted to he wanted to continue on with the date and, I, you know, tried to hug on me and stuff. And I, I wasn't having any of it. And I tried to push him off me. And I turned around to leave. And my best friend's standing right there calling me, you know, a lousy friend and every name under the sun. And uh, it's, that's pretty much what sticky situations about because, you know, I was in a sticky situation. Drum roll, please. She'll be here all weekend. Make sure to tip your <laughs> But And where was that last rank or the highest it got as of uh, press time here? Oh, Sticky Situation was my very first single, and it got all the way up to number 35 on the Texas Regional Radio Chart. Now, both of these songs, I'm going to assume, are going to be on the album that's out January 22nd, correct? Oh, yes. You don't sound too excited about that either. <laughs> I'm so excited. Gosh, those are my Texas Ruby and Sticky Situation are perhaps my two favorite songs on the whole album. Oh, but, well, uh, how can they not be? Yeah. And then I have one more, but y'all are going to have to wait for it for uh, to see it on the album, but it's called Ragdoll. It's a pretty good, pretty good song. Nice, nice. Well, there's actually one more thing I want to bring up with you while we got you on the air and before we played Sticky Situation coming out of the interview. I'm curious to know, because I recently saw this on your Facebook fan page, what was this about 400 fans or 400 likes you were getting to you were going to do something crazy? Well, I have a problem. Um, you know, I do shows and stuff, and I tell everybody at the end of my shows, you can go to my website and please add me on Facebook because I'm all about making friends and follow me on Twitter. And I tell people about my like page, but I get a lot of fans that, you know, forget about my my Melissa Brooke Music fan page, and so they'll just add me on Facebook. So I, so I was stuck at, like, 360 friends or likes on my page, and I was like, you know, I'm going to make this a little interesting. And so uh, by Halloween or two weeks, which my two-week mark is coming up, um, I told everybody, I said, if, I get, if you guys can get me to 400 likes or more in about, about two weeks, then I'm going to do something crazy. And uh, so everybody jumped on that and did something. You know, they were, I've been getting all these ideas, like dress up in a gorilla suit and play a, play a show and take a silly picture I've gotten so many funny ideas, but uh, I think I've, I think I've got what I'm gonna do, and uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really funny. But you know, I figured it's a fun way to get people, you know, you know, get active with the people instead of hey, you know, like my page or something like that. You know, you can always tell them, you know, I'll do something crazy. I'm gonna do something drastic, you know, just to show people that you're, you know, that you're real with it. I think it's gonna be fun, though. Is this one of those your people are gonna have to come? come to the show to see what you're talking about, thinking about doing? Well, of course there's going to be people that are going to want to be there in person, but I guarantee with what, I, what I'm thinking about doing, there's going to be a lot of pictures. Oh, I guarantee it. 
So you'll be able oh. to see it on the page. Nice. That's all I can say. Okay. But uh, for, those, for those who are illiterate, such as myself, the croc, could you please get the website out one more time where they can find all your information and get the CD when it comes out in January? Yes, sir. You guys can go to my website, melissabrook.com. That's one L, two S's, E at the end of Brook. Um, follow me on Twitter at mbrookmusic. Uh, fan me on Facebook, uh, Melissa Brook Music, and add me. Of course, I take all the friends I can get. And don't be shy. You know, talk to me. I love starting conversations with anybody. Um, pictures, email. You know, I love to write letters. Too, so any, anybody wants to get a hold of me, there you go. Nice. Melissa, thank you for taking a couple minutes to talk to us. No problem. Anytime. Thank you for having me. All right. And as it gets closer to January release date, we're going to have to bring you back on. You got it. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon, Melissa. Good luck. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Hey, you still there? Yes, sir. Nice job. Uh... What did you think? A little more uh, antsy, I should say, I was? No, I thought it was great. All right. Uh, I'm going to hit record if I, if you don't mind doing it for me. Uh, have you ever done a promo before? What's that? Uh, pretty much, or, or what they call a drop as well. Hey, it's Melissa Brook. You're listening to Crazy Train Radio. So you just want me to say, hey, this is Melissa Burke, you're listening to Crazy Train Radio? Yeah, if you could. Yeah, you got it. All right, let me see if I can do this at the same phone call, hit record again. And I will give you a three, two, one countdown. Okay. Okay. Melissa, you still there? Yep, I'm here. All right, uh... I think you might have to call me back on that same number. That I think it only lets me do it one time on the phone. Because it goes, when I had you call that number, it kicks out to my cell phone right now. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Do you want me to call you back right now? Call me right back. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs>